Thursday evening on a rainy day. You know it'd be sometimes. Sometimes you just gotta have something cool, something mellow, something for those rainy days. Okay, okay. This is Free and Loche Running featuring Busty and the Bass. And you are listening to us right now. By us, I mean me and an identified black male on the Block is Hot podcast. Okay? So a lot of good things have been happening on during the week. Some not so good. Some are just straight weird. But today on the Block is Hot podcast, we had some things we wanted to discuss. And it's going to be weird. Because normally I would be doing this with my co-host, it's Tim Redhose. But unfortunately, he was not able to make it to this recording. We'll talk about that later the next time around. Wasn't getting my phone calls. We're already two days late, which I would like to apologize to the viewership. Uh, Tuesday, had a random event. Went to the uh, Secret Walls Drink and Draw. You know, went over there, doodled, had some beers, met some cool people, you know, mingled, networked, whatever you want to call it. And then we we're going to go ahead and record the show on a on a Wednesday. But actually what happened was, you know, things like that, things happen. He got tickets to the Brockhampton show. Can't be mad at him for that. Cannot be mad at him at that for it all, you know. Sometimes you just got to go out, listen to some live music, and actually, you know, get out there and feel the energy, feel the vibe. But today, though, this is Thursday. I don't know what happened, you know. God forbid anything happened, you know. But it's crazy out there. It's raining. And he may have just went and just went home and said, fuck it, after work. No fucks given. But shit, shit, shit. There's a lot of things that have been happening on the world right now. AI systems can uh, fake your fingerprint. Hackers hit an adult furry website. China's social credit is really popping right now. A really interesting one, though, involves YouTube. It's actually YouTube moms cleaning. Now, I just want you guys all to go ahead and uh, sit back and let that sink in for a little bit. YouTube mothers that are cleaning. Now, I get it, I get it. You're probably thinking to yourself, but fame, what's wrong with, you know, creating a video about cleaning? You know, maybe you have a really tough stain, you're just trying to get it out. You know, I don't know, maybe uh, your kid, you know, is playing soccer, got some mean ass grass stain in his khakis. Um, what if your daughter is eating ice cream and fucks up her shirt what if your husband just has some gnarly ass shit stains from eating so much damn chipotle whatever the case may be you want to go ahead and do to the uh, good old-fashioned search engine google might even attend youtube university get some smarts and you type in huh how to clean fast because maybe you got to clean fast you'll end up getting just bombarded with a bunch of YouTube videos of just a bunch of like single moms cleaning but they're not really cleaning they're just bending over in front of the camera 
It's all it is. Literally just content of a bunch of, you know, young hot moms, but just bending over in front of the camera, getting thousands and thousands of views. You know, nothing wrong with that. I mean, get it how you can. But I think YouTube needs to start doing some crackdown on those things instead of random channels that are talking, you know, openly and freely. That's just my opinion. Uh, speaking of which, there is a new thought apocalypse upon us. And for those of you that don't know about the thought apocalypse, the thought apocalypse is basically a bunch of insoles or, you know, lonely men probably hanging out in their basements or their parents' house or just in their man cave with nothing but harboring hate. You know, the people that are normally going to go to hell, you know, when they die, it's like, He in hell. He in hell? Oh, my God. Yeah, you know, those type of people. Well, apparently what they're doing is they're going up to all these, you know, Instagram models, all these cam girls, and they're reporting them to the IRS about their premium Snapchats and the amount of money that they're making. And it's just, it's something that's so crazy, something that's so wild. I never even thought about it. Imagine how much they're making as a sex worker. Technically, technically that is a sex worker. If you're selling the sex or sexy vibe, because we know damn well you're signing up for a premium Snapchat, not just to get a more close, intimate, personal connection. You're on to see titties. No, it is. You're on to see titties, and you're on to see maybe some girl twerk nude or something like that. But they're out there. There are people that are out there that do pay for these services. And uh, just recently, I was watching a movie called Cam on Netflix. I highly suggest anyone, you know, who's into those type of surreal thrillers and slight horror movies. um, Definitely check it out. Fantastic piece. Shit. Let me just do it a little bit. I normally wouldn't want to go ahead and do fact checking to hold up the actual podcast, but since I don't actually have my co-host here, dear Santa, go this ahead. is Kate Pierce. Get out of here with that. Since I don't actually have the ability to, uh, you know, look at this information off offhand, I'm just gonna see. Oh, there it is. Cam, give give some shout outs to these directors. Damn, it's not like how it used to be. Oh, there it is. So, the director is Daniel Goldhaber. And the writer is Issa Manzian. I don't want to butcher it. But, uh, Madeline Brewer is the star of this movie. And it's about just this cam girl who basically has her account hijacked to the point where, you know, she's trying to make it to the top 50. She's popping, she's popping. And then all of a sudden, her account gets hijacked. And it gets up to the like number like one seed almost like the top ten. And but it's not her. But this person's going live and it's her. So it's a little bit of that whole like uh if you guys if you guys listening are familiar with like the deep fake scandal. It's basically people are using this uh, uh CGI technology now to put celebrities into porn videos. Or let's just say anyone can get it. So like if you had a homie and you're just like, yo, I'm a fuck with this guy. The hard task would be of finding the source material, but you could literally put his face on a gay porno and just like meme it, gif it, all that stuff. And it comes with a very, very interesting, you know, set of 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 questions. 
if we have something along the lines of a CGI software that can take just a few pictures of you and actually, you know, create an image of you doing something that you're not doing, you know, can we even trust what we're seeing on, uh, on TV really anymore? Because it was just not too long ago that um, China had their first artificial intelligence newscaster and that people weren't able to tell the difference. So you have someone who's on TV, you can't see him, they're supposedly in studio, uh, reporting the news, you know, giving opinions, giving feedbacks. You know, I'm pretty sure it's um, just like a teleprompter, they probably have someone typing in the information, but the voice is so fluid and it's so human, I guess you could say, is that it's passing off as the real deal. So when we turn on our favorite programs or TV shows, if you do watch TV, whether it be YouTube or it be mainstream cable or whatever your vice is on the internet, you always got a question now, like, what is actually being reported to you? Um, a show that, you know, I remember I used to watch, you know, quite often, still kind of tune in from time to time, was the uh, Philip DeFranco show on YouTube. But, you know, Phil's a busy man. He's got things he's got to do. He's got a business to take care of. What if Phil one day is just like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and pay for one of those, uh, those, those deep fake CGI softwares to go ahead and get the whole body image done and get me all, you know, mocked up on the computer. Because he's like, I, I, got, I got meetings, I got this and that. I'll, re I'll read the script. But just have him do all the acting stuff. You know, that's all it is. You know, reading the script. You know, it's going to come down to serious questions of, you know, is this type of information really going to be hindering us in the future for what we even see as reality? But that's enough of that. No need to go down that conspiracy dark hole. Which for the viewers out there, you know, I just want to let you know that uh, On the Block is Hot Podcast, you know, it's not always about the conspiracy or you know something crazy or outrageous sometimes it's just random stories that you know me and my co-host is tim redhose who's not here you know he's here in spirit is this something that you know what we kind of see throughout the week or anything kind of interesting or you know kind of life experience to a degree but mainly just things that we find kind of hot and a little bit of barbershop talk you know the things we talk about here is something that you could probably find some dudes talking about on a bench in a park somewhere at your local barber shop, or just you know kicking it, walking down the street, just having those sidebar conversations. You know, a lot of things happen, and a lot of people have real honest opinions. But it's not always about being right. It's just about giving thought. You know, sometimes it sounds like me and my co-host maybe, you know, arguing, but it's not arguing. It's just, yeah, it probably is arguing, but. It's about just the idea and the discussion of these random things. Shit. Oh. Oh. I just got an alert on my phone. We've got some new music that's dropping right now. Meek Mill. Yes, Meek Mill, the championship album. I'm definitely going to have to check that out. Normally, whenever I check out an album, I always have to listen to it from track a to track Z all the way through. I don't skip. I don't like to shuffle it out. I like to listen to it one way through all the way. Then I like to shuffle it all the way. And then after that, I kind of like, you know, I'll sauce, uh, I'll, you know, 
kind of marinate it with it for a little bit, maybe about an extra few days before I actually give an honest critique of an album. And also, just to get the record straight, my definition of a 10 out of 10, five mics in the source album is an album that can be played front to back, back to front, shuffled, and it all is still a cohesive project. And there's very few albums that I've actually been able to listen to that fit all that. And even then, like if it's an album that can be listened like just one way through, like a Sil- uh, Sylvan LeCue, apologies in advance that album. It's an album that you have to listen to it from track A to track Z. If you skip anything in between, it kind of loses the message of the whole theme of the album. But then you get an album by... Mayor Hawthorne and Jake One, you know, they're a tuxedo and tuxedo too. Like those are those are bodies of work that are just so solid. You can literally play it from front to back, back to front, put shuffle on, and it all will blend in perfect if you have your fader set on uh on your Spotify. Which also if you guys don't know, you guys can go into the settings and put a natural fade of about two seconds on your music so it fades in like an actual set and it's not just like music and then another song jumps in and actually fade and transition but that's a whole nother thing and you guys all need to make sure that you do that so you're getting the most optimal experience out of your spotify listening ship viewers all that yeah (laughs) but back to the album even tuxedo 2 if you would do that front back side to side it's going to be a fire project or if you just combine them both into one solid playlist and just hit shuffle, that shit that just slaps. It's just a great bot. It's the type of mu- it's the type of music that makes you want to go ahead out on a night with your girl dancing in the city and then doing lots of cocaine. All right, like this is like '80s music in a sense, like where it has like that little bit of a remix flavor to it, but it's so much singing and just like soulfulness to it that you forget the Mayor Hawthorne's not black. Yeah. I know. Shocked me the first time I found out, too. And then there's also some other rappers coming out, some other projects. But, I mean, just to be honest, it's, that music's not for me. We've already talked about this on the podcast. A lot of this new mumble rap era stuff is just not for me. I'm not going to disrespect it and call it bad. It's just not for me, you know? Uh, but when they when they come out, you know, I'm very, very happy. This is a little bit how I sound. Good. <laughs> that's that's how it is, you know? Oh, uh, so-and-so dropped an album? Good. <laughs> oh, dude, that new shit, that new shit slaps, dog, you know? Oh, uh, who's that by? Lil' so-and-so, the mumble rapper? Good. <laughs> Keep it. I'm smooth. I'm smooth on it, you know? Just smooth on it. Speaking of mumble rap, I know my co-host, it's Tim Redhost, would not appreciate me talking about this motherfucker right now, but we have to say something about this little shithead, and the little shithead fuckity fuck we're talking about is Takashi 69 Yes, 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 we've talked about him maybe for about four shows straight, but on the block is hot, you gotta talk about what's hot, what's hot, what's happening, okay, so... If we look through the timeline, this motherfucker right now is getting, he's basically, they're, they're putting a case together to get him on Rico, racketeering charges, 
him and the nine Trey Bloods, Auden. They all getting locked up. Basically, all the main guys. And a lot of people in the media, a lot of them are talking about how they feel bad for this kid. And I'll say this. I don't think jail helps anyone because it helps you be a better criminal and it just strips you of a certain part of humanity. However, when you have charges that basically say you are a child molester, child abuser, sexual misconduct with a minor, any of that shit, I personally no longer give a fuck about you. Like, we could literally take all these people, throw them on an island, and let them do their own thing. However, we've done shit like that in the past, and that's now why we have Australia. (laughs) And this is not a diss to any of the Australian people out there that may be listening. It's just that it is what it is. You guys know you were a prison continent at one point where they just sent motherfuckers off they didn't want to deal with. All right, that's why everyone there is crazy like Mad Max and likes to do crazy, you know, extreme shit because you live on an extreme place with a lot of deadly shit. But that motherfucker 6ix9ine, they gave him four years parole or probation, whatever, with, you know, one year served because they knew. They knew what was going to happen. They knew they had a case working up against him. And hey... I mean, at the end of the day, he was playing with the game of karma, and karma came back to bite him. But the sad, ironic part is, everyone is saying how there's a little bit of information about a rat with a wire who has him saying that he was never a part of the Bloods. But they can easily spin that both ways. They can say that they're excommunicating him now, that it's all flipped with a script. Just because you were only associating with someone with 17, I mean, right, I mean uh, not 17, from 2017, doesn't mean they still can't try to link you to some other shit. I mean, for all they know, you were down with the shits when they started building the case. They just weren't getting that same cap of shine. Because, I mean, he's a fairly new act. He blew up in about a year. But when you're playing with that blood shit, and you're, you're in that gang technology, I mean, gang, not gang technology, and that gang culture, it's just something you really got to make sure that you're not fucking with. Or if you are, you're playing by the rules. Alright? I am in no way, shape, or form a gang member. I don't claim no shit. Nothing. I have family members, however, that are in a gang. But I don't even talk to that side of the family. Like, they were... When we were kids growing up, like, those were always the cousins, like, they we weren't allowed to kick it with them or, like, stay at their house too long. It was just visiting shit. Because, hey, like, that, it's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle and a culture in its own. It's something that needs to be respected because if you know the history of gangs, especially gangs in California, they started out as a form to police the community from police brutality. But, unfortunately, power corrupts. And when you get an organization that starts getting that type of power within the community, unfortunately, it will corrupt and break some of them. And then that's why you get other gangs like, oh, all these crips up in here doing this shit. Well, fuck it. We're going to be the bloods or some, you know, I'm not getting into the neat, the deep nitty gritty of it. All I'm letting you know is that that's just how it goes. It's just how it goes. 
Someone's like, oh, well, fuck them on the south side. Well, fuck them on the north side. And then these motherfuckers on the west side are like, man, fuck them east coast motherfuckers. And it really just be like that. You know? It's nothing crazy. It's nothing bad. But at the same time, it is bad. I know that's an oxymoron. I know that statement doesn't make too much sense. But when you really break it down, it kind of makes a little bit of sense. Yeah. Shit, what else is going on? Fucking hackers. Always the hackers. I don't know if any of you even remember the movie with Angelina Jolie. Hackers came out in the 90s. Apparently that movie is going to be released on Netflix. And I'm not going to lie. I am nervous to watch it again. Because that movie held a certain little place in my heart when I was a kid growing up. Wanted to be a little hacker kid. You know, a little bit of the typing on the computer. And, you know, getting them keys in. Want to do that little, but I never got a chance. Now all I know is just basic code, HTML a little bit, some CSS, and all that is basically from MySpace. Let's give a round of applause. I mean, not even a round of applause. Let's just give a, a moment of silence first for MySpace. Okay, and uh, now let's get a little bit of a some liveliness in here, you know? Some, some, you know, like a little, let me get some of them air horns. Damn, we ain't got no air horns in this motherfucker? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> there it is. And that is for my face. Yeah, man. Hackers. If you didn't remember, hackers are the reason why I'm still somewhat terrified to be on the internet. But in this day and age, with everything being so socially accepted, it seems like one thing is still a no-go, and that is fairies. Yep, yep, yep. That is fairies. I mean, not fairies, furries. <laughs> nope. Yeah, no one fucks with furries. Okay, nobody fucks with the with the furries. Everyone just has some type of gripe against them. And apparently, these furries they attacked an uh, adult furry website. Yes, those exist. So if you're on your Pornhub and all your campster shit, there is another thing out there that's just as freaky, if not freakier, and that is called. Oh shit! What was it? Oh. Hightail Hall. Alright, it's a game, I guess. Interactive game where users can have erotic encounters with surrounding characters. And apparently this breach took place back in August and they didn't really say shit, but it's just now starting to come out. Apparently there was no financial data that was actually leaked, you know, from this breach. However, IP addresses, names, and emails, and the orders of all that nasty shit that you can get on that website. Yeah, that is there that is there so uh i feel bad for a lot of people a lot of people think about all those people that thought that they were going to be safe on the internet not using a vpn not doing anything that they're supposed to be doing to protect themselves going on nasty freak websites and then all of a sudden getting their information 
doxed on the internet. Yeah. Yeah, it's not the best thing that could happen. Just imagine, you know, hey, Bill, I saw this weird thing on the internet and uh, it kind of looks like you. And then he just shows you and it's you in your furry costume just being a perverted person in your own perverted way. And I'm not calling these people sick fucks, but, you know, they're not normal. I'm just saying, like, you can be gay, you can do whatever you want. But when it comes down to dressing up like a furry animal to get your fuck on, that's where it's just, that's just too much for me. That's just too much for me, you know? Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, I gotta get used to this little soundboard thing. It's fun, but, hey. Just let, let, let me know if anyone remembers this. Damn, son, where'd you find this? Found it on the App Store, motherfucker. That's what happened. That is what happened. Oh, but yeah, could you imagine? Could you just imagine that? Average Joe. Maybe an average Joe couple. All of a sudden, your nasty fuck game of a furry animal is out there on the internet. Use a VPN, guys. It's about $5.99 a month. You pay more than that probably on your Spotify subscription. Why don't you pay for something that's actually going to help you out? Okay? Shit. I'm not going to lie. These uh, these one-man podcast shows are pretty tough. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. But again, you can always follow us on Instagram. You can go uh, to the Block is Hot podcast. Follow us on Instagram. Slide up in our DMs. Let us know what you think. Let us know if you have any suggestions for topics. Because again, you know, this is supposed to be somewhat of a discussion. Or at least we want to know your opinions. But then we want to know the things that you want to know our opinion. Like, let's just say that uh, you're not a turkey person. Which also I like to say... Happy uh, late Thanksgiving to everyone out there. I hope you guys had an opportunity to spend with your families, eat food to an uncomfortable level, and pass out on your couch watching football. Yes, yes, yes. Or watch the game either way. You know, I'm all for watching football. However, the tryptophan is a heavier drug. It's just a heavier drug. It knocks me out faster than pot. If I can't sleep, pass me a turkey sandwich. Don't pass me a blunt. Because I'm going to do both. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Shit, shit, shit. Happy Thanksgiving. And that's what I was also going to say. This was the first Thanksgiving where we almost didn't have turkey. It was like kind of a last minute thing. Where we thought we were going to just smoke some brisket. And go about our business with that instead. Or... Uh, they want to do kind of like a ham and that or I want to do duck, but they want to do some crazy shit, but I Don't know what's your guys' opinion on that like because if you think about it You have a Thanksgiving dinner, right? And if you're in a black family Usually same thing, you know Thanksgiving turkey greens uh, dressing fucking uh, candy yams Sweet potato pie, some rolls maybe, or something fresh. Um, maybe mashed potatoes if you guys are into that too. But that's basically like the basics. 
But then when Christmas dinner comes around, it's the same shit. Because, I mean, unless you're in a pork-eating family, which my family really doesn't eat pork, only some do, we don't do the whole glazed ham. So, I see people sometimes, they do turkey and ham. Some just do the ham. Is the turkey overrated? I don't know. I'm asking. It's something we got to think about. Is the turkey one of those overrated birds or is it really one of the great ones? Because in my opinion, I think turkey is underrated. Because people only have turkey when it's in either, you know, cold cuts, slimy, you know, lunch meat. Or if it's something like uh, uh, Thanksgiving where it's just like the one time of the year where it's so... It's so hyped where it's like sometimes you feel you can't even enjoy it. But that's a whole nother rant. Rant for another time, another day. We'll get more into that when Christmas comes. Shit, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I know I've been saying it this whole episode, but you know, these uh these single man shows are kinda weird. Like I it's it's funny to think that I'm supposed to be talking to you guys, but you're not here. Right now, I'm just in a little little tiny room with a TV computer. And I'm just, I'm just talking, you know? <laughs> it's so crazy when you think about the grand scheme of this whole podcast game. I'm just going to put a little bit of chill music in the background just so it's not just the both of us. Got something else for you. Some lo-fi chill shit. So, something that I thought was kind of crazy, and I've been seeing more and more of it, just popping up in the news, is the whole China social credit system. Then another thing, for the gamers out there, Rainbow Six Siege is about to have a big edit done. And the crazy thing is, it's all being done to appease the Chinese market. Now, some people would say, who cares if they're editing a game? Who cares if they're trying to be more accepting or trying to cater to the Chinese market? You know, there's more money to it. But my thing is this, if we're a country that's based off of capitalism and certain freedoms, because you remember, that's a communist state where you know, the government tells everyone what to do and how much people can get. Wouldn't you want America's ideas and values to be the main thing that we put first and forward? Because why should we be censored, you know? I get it if they don't like blood or if they think that some images are too graphic, but I mean, that's the whole beauty of the First Amendment, freedom of speech and freedom of expression. Actually, we do not have freedom of expression. I take that back. We have freedom of, spree- freedom of speech. I'm trying to think. I know, I know the fucking First Amendment, but I'm thinking like, cause I'm pretty sure that's why that chick got uh, in trouble, that one comedian for doing the whole uh, Donald Trump with the head cut off, because we're, freedom of expression isn't protected. So that's why she got terminated. Either way, why would we want to mold and be on the fold? I mean, and like be on that slippery slope 
of catering to a communist country or a country that doesn't have the same ideals that we have in Western America or this the Western civilization of democracy. And I just keep thinking to myself, this whole China social credit system, it just seems like something that's gonna be implemented within the United States. I mean, we're already putting up a massive amount of security cameras to the point where you think to yourself, how the fuck can we have any type of bad thing happen and not have footage for it? You know, there's cameras everywhere recording. And HD cameras are becoming so cheap now that it's, you know, you can throw them in a cereal box and just take it out. You know, hey, you want an HD camera? You want an HD camera? Your phone has an HD camera. I'm an HD camera. <laughs> it just makes me think of just how we're so involved and just so consumed by our phones and technologies if you guys have seen that episode of black mirror they actually talked about what that social credit score could actually look like you know your ability to rate and judge someone as well as the government being able to rate and judge you to see if you're worthy of flying or traveling or getting certain aids you know what if it was um what if you're a car enthusiast and since you spend so much of your money on gasoline car parts and tires that looks bad on you because it says that you don't like to protect the environment you're burning rubber and you're burning gas you're a bad person so you can't travel or they say that you know we don't think you should be driving that much and then now with we have it just gets it, I'm sorry for going down this conspiracy side again but this is more just observational thought because if you go down that slippery slope of the technology that we have at our fingertips, your car can be remotely hacked from a computer. But if the DMV's government in itself and is a government building in a government position, what if the DMV just has access now at their main terminal to just turn the power off on your car or give you only the hours of using your car from, let's just say, like 9 to 5 so you can have the opportunity to go to work and from work? You know, I know it's, it may sound crazy when you hear it, but a lot of these things are things that can very well happen in the real world. And I'm kind of excited to see it. I know it might sound weird, but um, I'm trying to live my best life and, you know, set myself up for this future that's going to be fucked up. But I feel like we're going to be, or at least I'm going to be that generation that says, Hey, hey, Martha, do you remember back in our day? When, when we could drive our cars and install modifications. Hell, we all had pools back then. No one regulated our water. <laughs> Internet, it was everywhere. Wi-Fi for the, for the eye to see. Now all we have is 5G and it's giving all the kids cancer. And remember when the sun was fully bright before they tried to blot it out? <laughs> That's going to be some crazy ass shit when that happens. Not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. It was fun to see it while I was there. Oh. Ah, I'm trying to think. I really don't got that much to talk about. This is really going to be just a short show just to kind of talk about something. Make sure that we get something out there for you guys to get this discussion going and the ball rolling. 
we don't want to let you guys down, but I mean, by us not giving you a full 100% show, we, we're kind of letting you down just a tad bit. What I actually want to hear the most is what your guys' music selections like. Because right now we just chilling. We just chilling. Just chilling. That's that shit that you cuddle up to on a rainy day. Pour up a nice drink. <laughs> Go on ahead and get next to that fire with a warm blanket. Imagining it right now. Chilling. Maybe even rolling one up. Packing a bong. Twisting a joint. It's that music you can groove to. I am a huge lo-fi hip-hop head. And I don't mean that just to say that I'm a fanatic. I mean, if you're going to throw me on a beat, I love that lo-fi. One more time. Oh, y'all ain't ready for that. Just ain't ready for that. it up you know a little bit of a short episode didn't make it to an hour but just can't think of what else to talk about I'm just sitting here sitting here so long my computer went black all I want to say is A society does not have to be uniform in order to be united. Be kind to your fellow man and always remember to have empathy and always try to put yourself in someone else's shoes because you never know what they're going through and they may be taking it out on you subconsciously. Sometimes you just need to take a step back and say, Hey there, are you alright? Are you okay? Alright man, you know, I just saw a look on your face and you look like you could 
Maybe use a high five. <laughs> nah, don't don't do that though. That's like that's kind of a creepy way to go about it. But you already know what it is, man. You already know what it is. This is the Block Is Hot podcast. It's being released a little bit late, but we just want to let you guys know that we're gonna be here back to our normal recording schedule date every Tuesday live on Twitch and you can find us on the following day on YouTube Spreaker CastBox iTunes and whatever digital platform such as Spotify it's not Spotify not there yet but you can find us on SoundCloud too so again share with your friends let them know that the block is hot and we need people like you to put out the fire